0: Hey, friend, welcome to On the Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six figure entrepreneur, co founder and president of HypeU Media, and CEO of Danielle On the Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body, yes. So, through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, On The Daily Family. How are you? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, This episode, I am going to talk about some of the like I guess like spiritual breakthroughs I've had in my life that have really like positioned me to build the business that I'm building. And the reason I'm going to share that with you is because I kind of bring like my spirituality into my business. And that's kind of what I do in general is I infuse spirituality with business. So wealth, energetics, law of attraction, human design, all the things, um, I bring those into my business. And so There have been some real life things that have happened over the years that have given me like big spiritual breakthroughs that I've now use in my business. And I'm going to share them with you in hopes that you will get something from them. Um, So stay tuned. All right. I have another hype you media show to share with you. Uh, This is... With my girl Stacy Jones, she is the host of the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. So, if you sell a physical product or you're thinking of launching a brand that is a product based business, right? That could be jewelry, clothing, skincare, etc. And you're really looking for a place to start that can guide you to build that like long lasting brand. Um, Stacy is the owner of the activewear brand called Sun Love, and Roots. She's been a client of mine before. She's been in my mastermind and it's been a real joy to just watch her build this kind of other branch of Sunleaven Roots, which is her coaching business. Um, so she coaches product-based entrepreneurs to build their businesses and it's really awesome to watch her do that. Uh, the Her brand Sun Living Roots started in 2015. It has grown into a seven-figure plus brand throughout the years. And in this podcast, the Nourished Productpreneur podcast, she shares all her insights on really how to navigate a product-based business. And um, she also shows you how you can show up as yourself, build that brand that is in alignment, and then obviously grow a community of that brand that will be screaming from the rooftops. So, please, if you're looking for another show in the product based entrepreneurship space, go check out my girl Stacy's show, The Nourished Productpreneur. Uh, we'll have the link to it in our show notes. Okay, welcome back. We're going to talk about spiritual breakthroughs today. And I guess this kind of departs from the stuff I've been sharing lately, but I feel like everything I've been sharing lately has been so tactile and I don't know. I'm in a very tactile kind of season of my personal business. So it makes sense that that's what's coming out in the show. And I know it's super helpful. And I know everyone who is building a business listening to my show is getting a lot of value out of that tactile information. And so much of what I do is based in spirituality and energetics and human design. And so there's been some events throughout my life that have happened that have kind of given me this, like, oh, Huh, moment that I've been able to bring into my business and apply those concepts that I learned into my business. And so I just want to share a few of those with you today because I think I think a lot of people think of entrepreneurship or, you know, business as, you know, the harder you work, the more success you have. And I definitely I definitely think that we've gotten lazy and we've used the excuse of alignment or, you know, feeling into joy. I think we've used that as an excuse for a long time. And I, although I do believe that you must build a brand from alignment and i and as much as, and I also believe that like this hustle culture is dead, but I think what we've missed is that it's not hustle culture in, um, in, the ter- in terms of like discipline. It's hustle culture in that I've attached my validation, I attach my worth to what I receive from other people. I think that is what part of hustle culture is dead. And so, you know, I wanted to share that. I, I definitely think that discipline in business is essential. I don't think you can build a brand without it. And sometimes we confuse discipline with workaholic or you know somebody who works a lot is automatically a workaholic and you know the society's trying to like pull us away from that and then you know you can be a business owner and only work 2 hours a week which is true you can i definitely don't work more than about 12 hours a week most of the time and For example, I'm currently in a season of my business where I'm working a lot more than that. I'm probably putting in close to six hours a day and that's because I have the discipline to build the brand that I want and the brand that I desire and that's going to sometimes take more of me than it will otherwise. And my ultimate goal is to be able to step further away from my business and have it run even if I'm not physically present. And so, you know, doing a lot of work up front to like make that possible is absolutely worth it. So we're doing like funnels and systems and automations and all this stuff behind the scenes, working with copywriters, like we're, we're doing a lot and, um, things that I never thought I would do or hadn't considered. And, you know, I had never really knew anything about until now when we're, I'm learning a lot about it, I'm doing it and I'm putting a team in place who can, continue the work and do it for me, which is, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but I have the discipline to be able to do that. And I think the thing about discipline is like, there's no, which, which is how it relates to spirituality is like, there's no, I don't think there's a spiritual practice out there. Whether you practice astrology or Christianity, or you you know follow the Kabbalah or whatever your spiritual yoga, right? Like whatever your spiritual practice is, it takes discipline. And I don't think business is any different. And I think that the difference is where that you know how much you work, where what is that motivated by. Because it used to be that I just assumed that the harder I worked, the more successful I would be. So I would just work, 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 work with no intentionality, with no joy, without really like cultivating something that I was really proud of and that, you know, fit into my life context. I would just work. And that was not it for me. That was not what felt good. And so, yes, I, I, physically work a lot less than I used to, but that's because I have A, implemented a lot of systems into my business, but B, it's because I work with so much intentionality now that I'm not just scrolling Instagram all day, like hoping for a good idea. I'm very clear on where I want my brand to go. So... If you're, you know, if you're building a brand and you feel like, oh my gosh, why am I working so hard at this? Well, if you're just starting a brand and you're building a business, you're going to do more work up front because you're, you're building something that eventually will sustain you even if you're not physically present. So that's going to take a lot of work up front and it's going to take you to build a lot of discipline and a lot of, you know, a lot of um, qualities about yourself that maybe you have, maybe you don't, maybe you know, they were things that maybe they're things that trigger you. Ultimately, these, you need to have in order to build a business. Like it's, there's just no way around it. And I think we've gotten away from that a little bit. And, you know, I, it's funny cause I talk a lot about it. I talk a lot about like building a business around my life context. And I tell people about their human design and like, this is what I do. So then people take that and then they go, Oh, well, I just didn't work today because it just didn't feel in alignment for me. And I'm like, okay. Well, let's break that down because maybe... Maybe that's true. Maybe, you know, you had just been grinding so hard for so long because you were still so attached to outside validation. And so, actually, taking a break is probably what you needed. That's one possibility. The other possibility is that you are still self sabotaging because you have this deep seated belief that you're not good enough. And so, your ego is self sabotaging you and making you think that you're tired or burnt out and that you just need to walk away. When actually, maybe what you maybe if you had had more discipline and you had developed more principles. Of discipline, maybe you wouldn't be so keen to just walk away from it when it started to feel like resistance or you started to feel pressure. Because I think a little bit of pressure is normal, especially if you're building something big, right? It's going to scare the shit out of your ego. It's going to scare the hell out of your subconscious that doesn't want you to grow and change because that's scary. And so if you don't have discipline, then it is easy to fall back. It is easy to fall prey to your ego so that's kind of where I wanted to start this episode. And and then I want to tell you about some of the things that have happened in my life that have kind of made me realize these things, <laughs> I guess. Um, so the first thing I, I think of is when I was 20, I got married. I got married two days after my 20th birthday. And I remember... Like my, my parents never told me that it was a mistake. Like nobody was ever like, this is wrong. Uh, but there was definitely, I could feel fear from my family. I could definitely feel the, the anxiety of my family. Obviously I'm 20 years old. I just finished my freshman year of college and I'm like, I'm going to get married and move to London. Bye. And so I'm, I'm sure that caused a lot of stress in my family. And, um, but you know, I, I have great parents and they support me in everything that I do, even if it's crazy. And I remember going through that. And that was kind of the first time that I did something that was like life altering, right? Like you legally get married. That is a legal change. Like my name was legally changed. I was legally someone's wife. And then a week later, I moved to London and I remember on the plane ride over there, I just remember thinking, I am 100% in control of my life. And that is both empowering and very scary because what if, and of course I was 20 at the time. So this is way before my Saturn return. This is way before I'm figuring out who I am. And I'm a six, two, um, in human design and, the six is like zero to 30, age zero to 30 is chaos, like pure chaos, just like trying things out, figuring out what works. And so as a 20 year old, like I'm in the, I'm in the prime of that. Right. And, but I remember very distinctively thinking on the plane on the way over to England, like, I hope I didn't just like fuck up my life. (laughs) I really hope that this wasn't some big mistake. And I mean, that's like, a, there could be a whole other conversation there, but back then I think back and I remember, you know, the moment I was walking down the aisle, I remember very clearly thinking like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just get a divorce. And now looking back, I'm like, that's probably not what I should have been thinking when I got married. Um, you know, but I also was very attached and I think addicted to everybody being like, wow, look at everything Danielle does. Look at me, like all the things you do. And so like getting married and moving to England was like another exciting thing that I could do that people would like react to. Like I was always looking for that like (gasps) reaction from people, which is a huge breakthrough I had, you know, as the years went on. But I just remember like when I was having all those thoughts of like, did I just fuck my life up? Like, was this a huge mistake? This, it was kind of like I had an angel and a devil on my shoulder, right? Like two different voices. And one voice was like, Maybe you fucked everything up. Are you like nervous? This could be really bad. The other side was like, well, here's the thing. You did it, it's already done. You're literally on a plane somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean and you're about to embark on what's probably gonna be the wildest adventure of your life. So you can either question it or you can just own your decision, make the best of it, and trust that whatever is meant to happen is going to happen. And so naturally I like, obviously I went with that and I lived in London for four years and we traveled all over the place. We went to so many different countries and it was some of the best years of my life. It really, really was. Now that marriage did not last pretty much by the, pretty much like four years in. We like probably, we both probably knew that it like wasn't going to work out, but you know, when it was good, it was good. And, um, And yeah, it was just like, that was kind of a big moment where I was like, what you think about most grows. And when I was afraid, if I would have stayed in that fear state of like wondering if I made a mistake, it probably wouldn't have been such a cool experience to live overseas, but it it was, and it was a really cool experience and everything just like worked out for us while we were there. And we met so many friends and had such a good time. And I learned so much about myself and I got so many professional opportunities in the dance space over there. Uh, I got to choreograph a musical, you know, living in London. And I got to, like, there were so many things I got to do and and that was epic. And it was like, it was a really good time in my life. And so now in my business, when I You know, when I make a big investment in something, or you know, I remember there was like, it was a coach that I was going to hire, and it was kind of the biggest chunk at that time I had ever invested into my business. And I remember like doing it, and because I've never been somebody who like dwells on something, like I well, no, that's not true. I was somebody who dwelled on something, but it was rare. And so the times when I did dwell, like I remember them, which I'll talk about one in a minute, but but I made the decision. And then afterward, I had that initial thought of like, I hope I didn't just like fuck everything up. I hope that wasn't a bad idea. And then immediately I was like, no, but remember like what you think about grows. And so if you spend time worrying about it and worrying if it's a mistake, like that's going to affect your money. And so you might as well like focus on the fact that you did it. You made this investment, now get the most of it. And like that coaching experience at the time in my business was the best thing I'd ever done. And it was wildly successful and i was super super happy with the results that i received from working with that person so it was just like these little moments that have happened in my life that now you know when they happen in business i'm like no 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 like you know this like you have the the proof from past experiences to like to call upon in this moment so talking about how I how I used to dwell or how I don't dwell on things like I have always been a person that like I make decisions quick like when I d- when I decide I decide and um there's really no going back like getting married at 20 like you know moving to London doing all these things like deciding to have my son even though his dad and I had only been together for like 5 months like these are these a lot of decisions I've made have been big and they've been you know like very easy quick decisions except for a few. <laughs> and one of those was um when I knew I knew that my my marriage. Now I was never married to my son's dad. So on this podcast whenever you hear me refer to marriage, it's the one that happened when I got married when I was 20. So when I was when I knew in my gut because I'm a sacral generator, so I have gut intuition. And I knew probably f- 4 years. I mean, I probably knew before that to be honest. I probably knew that we weren't going to make it, but I also knew that, you know, the adventure would be part of the story. Um but I knew it like 24, so like 4 years in that this marriage was not going to last and it was probably time to go, but I didn't. I didn't go. And I the reason I didn't go was because my husband at the time was suffering with a lot of mental health stuff, depression, some bipolar, like a little bit of like borderline schizophrenia. And I felt like it was my job to take care of people. And that was a pattern that I had kind of always been in when it came to relationships. So even like all the way from high school, like boyfriends that I had in high school, most of them like needed saving. Like they needed me to like, take care of them in some way. And I, because I needed praise and because I needed people to like know how amazing I was, like that was a belief that I had in order to be loved or successful, I had to be needed and I had to be praised. And so that, that belief kind of perpetuated through my relationships growing up and then with my husband and at the time. And I, I remember very clearly thinking like, this isn't going to work and I need to go, but I ignored my gut. I ignored it and I ignored it for a few more years before finally, like, obviously it was it was time and it got really ugly because I didn't listen to my gut. And I think if I would have at the moment I knew that it was done, it, the divorce wouldn't have been so messy. And it wasn't messy because we had kids or because we had assets, like we didn't have anything like that. And it was just messy because there was a lot of emotions involved. And so I, that was an example where I, I stayed too long and I didn't listen to my gut. And by not listening to my gut, it made it worse later, which now I listen to my gut. Like if, if something doesn't feel right, I, I pull away. If something's not right, I, I, turn in the other direction. And like, I'm not perfect at this, by the way. There are still times that I stay in things too long because I'm like hoping something, like I know it's not. It's like I, 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 there's something happening in my life right now that like, I know that it's done and I haven't like cut the cord. Like I haven't pulled the plug officially and I know that I need to, and I know that I want to, but there's like a piece of me that's not, but I know now and it's like these breakthroughs that like your intuition never fails you like that was a huge breakthrough i had with my divorce at you know 26 years old like your intuition does not lie and so now in my business when i feel the pull or when my gut speaks i listen and it always ends up being good. Because I've realized like through these experiences in my life that your intuition never steers you in the wrong direction. It won't. It can't. Um, because your intuition is like a one-way like direct connection to source, God, universe, whatever it is for you. And for me, I spent a long time not listening to my gut. So now my because i because i have been repairing that relationship now my gut speaks very loud so even if i don't listen to it right away i know what it's saying and i'm very clear on it and so it's it's not leading to like a resentful ending it's not leading to like resentful things or like big emotional explosive energy it's it's able to dissipate it's able to be to stay calm and i just i think that you know there's so many like spiritual principles that i've learned throughout the years kind of going back to like the discipline thing like there's a spiritual law that says like nothing is free and i think that there's a lot of people out there who expect things to just kind of happen for them because they're manifesting it or because they prayed for it and that's just not how it works it's a spiritual law that says like nothing is free and everything is going to take some sort of energy exchange And that may be a financial exchange that maybe you having, you might have to take inspired action, uh, but everything, nothing is free and everything is going to take some sort of exchange. And so, you know, a lot of, in a lot of times in my life and when I've been younger and I've kind of like sat back and like waited for something to happen and then nothing did, propels my business forward now because I can rely on those, I can look back on those lessons and realize that like the times when I didn't act, the times when I didn't make the investment, the times when I didn't pull away from something that wasn't serving me was times where I was kind of like expecting a decision to be made for me or expecting it to just happen. And that is expecting it to be free. And it's just not like nothing's free. And that's not meant to be like a bad thing. That's not meant to be like, Oh, wow, Danielle, you're so negative. No, it's just a spiritual law. Like I didn't make it up. It's just a spiritual law. And that goes with any like spiritual discipline, right? Like you, in order to, in order to have like I know like a lot of my Christian friends like they're very devoted to their faith. They're devoted to like reading scripture. They're devoted to getting to know God better and and that's a discipline. That's not free. You don't just like get to have, you know, God in your heart. Like they work for that. And so the same goes with like my business. I I can't just be like I'm trusting that it's happening but then like not taking action. That's why right now I'm working a lot more working, right? The physical work, the hours I'm putting in is more than it normally is because I know that the freedom that I want to have in my business doesn't come free. And I have to put that work into, in order to, to do it. And, and I, I just want people to understand that more that you are, if you're building something, it's not going to just happen. And, if you know you're looking to grow and you aren't working with a mentor that can help you get there like it's not going to happen for free and unless you're unless you're doing the work and you're putting in the time and you're having that exchange of energy you're just going to keep staying in these cycles that are that are keeping you stuck um i think the the last one i'll share with you that kind of was like a huge moment for me was I, so that, that like belief that I had to be busy and like needed in order to be successful. And like, I was just always the one that like just worked so much. I mean, I was the captain of the dance team. I was straight A student. I was in honors. I was an IB student. I was, you know, I got married. I moved to England. I did all these things. And I, you know, when I went back after we moved back from London to San Diego, I like got into UC San Diego after having to appeal in person. (laughs) And like I was a double major with a double minor and we were on quarters and I was taking like 24 units a quarter, which I had to like get approved every quarter because they're like, bro, that's a lot. Like most people take 12. You're doing double the amount. But like I did it. And it was it was just this like constant cycle of I have to do more. I have to do more. My worth is tied to how many hours. My worth is tied to hours. My worth is tied to like how much I'm physically working and that that perpetuated literally all the way up until my dad died and until after my dad died and what I like this could be a long story but long story short the belief that i had and the reason why i would just like grind 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 without actually like thinking and like taking a step back and being like what is it that actually will make me successful instead of doing that, I just kept working. And then I would find myself like in this constant loop of like, I would do well for a while, I would hit rock bottom, I would have to like get help, I would do well for a while, I would hit rock bottom, I'd have to get help, like I was in that cycle. What I realized was I had this like belief that if I were to become successful, I wouldn't need my dad anymore and my dad would die. And that's because like my dad growing up would always say to me, like he was a diabetic. So he would always, if he ended up like in a diabetic coma or his blood sugar would get too high and we'd have a scare, he'd end up in the hospital. I'd say, he'd always say to me like, honey, I'll be here as long as you need me. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, okay. So I can't be successful because if I'm truly successful, then I don't need my dad. And if I don't need my dad, he dies. So this belief kind of, that's why I was the way I was for so long. And it was about a year after he died that i like fully experienced the most epic burnout i've ever experienced and i i wanted to burn everything to the ground and at this point i had a very successful business and i wanted to burn it to the ground and i wanted to just crawl in a hole and nothing was inspiring to me and nothing was good and it was just this moment where i was like i can build the, i can build around my life I, like there are people out there who are you know, true CEOs, true entrepreneurs, and they're not grinding like this. They're not doing things that make them frustrated and exhausted and doing things just for the sake of doing, right? Like this is a big one. Like all these people that just want to work, 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 and put in these hours and just grind, 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 grind. There's no intentionality behind it. There's no heart behind it. It's just this like perpetual state of doing, of doing, And what if we got into a perpetual state of feeling? Like what if we actually felt what it feels like to have a business that we're proud of? Like what if we actually sat and felt what it's like to have a flop in like a launch that flops? Like I've had launches that flop and instead of just like jumping back in it, like I've taken time to step back and be like, well, why didn't it work, right? and a lot of this is due to the fact that i never i i tried to like grieve my dad without actually grieving my dad i tried to just be like everything's fine keep on going and having that like spiritual breakthrough of no, you have to drop the story and feel your feelings more. When I really realized that, that I apply that to my business now all the time. Like I don't rush through anything anymore because it's not worth it because it's not. that's not how I want to build a business. That's not how I want to live my life. And so I was able to kind of address the burnout from a holistic perspective and be like, it's not just work that I'm doing this in. I'm doing this everywhere. And so I worked with a coach and I learned a lot of really great healing modalities, a lot of spiritual practices that I that I do now. And I was able to kind of energetically cut that cord. And one of my mantras in life became, I release the need to be needed. And that has really helped me in my business. Every time I feel like I need to do more, or, you know, there's like old, feelings that come up i'm able to kind of silence them and create peace in my body because i i released the need to be needed i don't need to be needed in order to be successful i don't have to be praised in order to be successful and although i realize that like in order for a business to grow it needs to make money i don't i don't focus on that i don't work my ass off just for the sake of dollar signs anymore and i think that if you're working your business just to get another sale just to close another program, just to sell out another launch. Like you're still in an employee mindset, right? Like this work, get money, work, get money. And so really becoming like entrepreneur mindset, like the CEO mindset is like money is made whether or not I'm working. Money is made whether or not I am physically here and that's what I'm working toward. And so a lot of these, like I release the need to be needed, realizing that my work is not tied to like my, or my worth is not tied to how many hours I'm putting in, right? Like this is all these spiritual breakthroughs that are now in my business and why I teach the way I do, why I help my clients the way that I do, because there's a new paradigm kind of happening here of business, They're, like this new paradigm of business is, is different and we're healing our trauma, we're healing these wounds, these wounds that just we've, we've kept for so long, like we've kept them for so long and we're moving away from them now. And so there's this like really beautiful shift happening, which is awesome. But I think that just like any spiritual practice, discipline has to be at the forefront. And if you don't have the discipline, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have. Eventually you'll find yourself back in that loop that you used to be caught in because you don't have the discipline to get out of it. And ultimately discipline, finding discipline in your life is how you lead yourself better. And the person who leads themselves and doesn't need validation is the most dangerous person in the world. So that's my thoughts for today. I hope this was helpful. If you ever want to chat, I'm at Danielle underscore on the daily, make sure you're following me. And I have a free Facebook community out now where I'm going to offer free masterclasses and like some Q and A's and we'll spotlight our members and we'll celebrate your wins. And on top of all of that, it's just a really great place to network with other people in my world. I have a really incredible community of clients and inside this space, you're going to be able to meet each other and network with each other, which will be really powerful and it's totally free. So if you want to join that, the link is in our show notes, or you can come on Instagram and ask me about it and I'll send it to you, but I'll be back with another episode later this week. Bye.